News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Hello, everybody. I'm Cheryl Besner, your IDCA Certified Relationship Coach and Matchmaker in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. Today, we're here to get you up to date. And what's the topic today? Well, something that's very near and dear to my heart. It's the fear of flying solo. And a lot of people have that fear, especially as it nears the holidays. So today, we're going to look at it globally as fears and the things that people have to overcome to move forward, but also the fear of being solo during the holiday and things that you can do to overcome that and things you can do to not feel alone or to participate. So we're going to get to all of that. But first, as always, I want to go to the inbox and read a question that somebody came, came, uh, sent in, mostly because this is about you. And I always like to deal with real issues and real things that are affecting people's love lives. So this is the letter of the week. Dear Cheryl, I am finding online dating harder and harder because everyone seems so weird picky and uptight. Recently, I was set to go out with this woman I met on a dating site and asked her what sort of food and wine she liked. And she said, I don't know. When I politely asked her again for an answer, she actually texted me saying, I don't know. And you're pushing me and I don't like complicated things. Just pick something. Cheryl, I just wanted to know what she likes to eat and drink and found that complicated. I also thought her response was rude. I am thinking of just canceling the first date altogether because if me asking her to make a simple choice about dinner and wine makes her uncomfortable and judgmental, well, this bodes poorly for the future. Probably should just cut my losses and not go. Signed, Cosmo. Well, Cosmo... I always say, follow your instincts. If this person is responding to you in a way that you don't find appealing, well, it's not going to get better down the road. Now, the other important thing here is the texting. At this point, once you're setting up the date, why not pick up the phone so you can also have the intent and the conversation where you could have said to the woman, you know what, I'd really like to do something that you would enjoy. So what's your favorite food? And if you, she heard the connotation in your voice, that might have made her react differently. But it does sound like she is reacting very quickly and putting it in your court. And if you, as I said, are already feeling that juxtaposition that, well, you know what, this isn't really comfortable for me, well, then I suggest maybe you do cut your losses and she might be wanting the same thing at this point. So do something else for the holiday. Reach out to somebody new and uh, move on. Now, today we always talk about what's up to date and news of the week. But I wanted to do something a little bit different. I'm going to actually address the news of the week a little bit later with my guests who are going to be joining us. But first, I wanted to bring you up to date something that I want to share with you about the fear of flying solo. This happens to be something that was published. It was part of um, a book called Living Legacies, a collection of writing by contemporary Canadian Jewish women, volume four. And I wrote a piece that was featured in this book. And I think it's very timely because what's interesting about this time of year for me is Six years ago, it's at this time where I was saying goodbye to my marriage. We were actually getting ready to go on a trip, knowing that we were coming back to get separated. And subsequently, every Christmas after that, something big happened in my life. 
It always seems to go there. And it's because I'm open to what's happening. I spent my first New Year's Eve alone four years ago. Three years ago, I started Solo in the City. And then the two years ago, this show started Solo in the City. And here I am, 2017, about to really embark on the next stage, getting up to date with life. One of them is a retreat that's coming up that I'm going to talk to you about. But I really wanted to share my words and my feelings of what I was going through so you know that I understand what you might be going through with your own fears. And remember, I always say, fears are something that we are meant to conquer. When we conquer our fears, we move forward. And fears are there really to keep us stuck. They keep us safe. But what they do also is they don't allow us to keep growing. So here's what I wrote. The fear of flying solo, and I dedicate it to anyone sending out an SOS. Here I am, 52 years young, and I find myself in a place that I thought I had long ago left behind, never to revisit. I lovingly refer to this as my dyslexic dating stage, as the last time I was single in 1985, I was 25. I am not sure how I ended up in this strange land. I packed my bags, bought a one-way ticket, or so I thought, to paradise, buckled up, and took off on a journey only to arrive at an alternate destination due to unavoidable inclement weather. As the turbulence intensified, my breathing became compromised. I knew I had to put on my oxygen mask first, as I could not help those I love unless I prepared myself first. Talk about a crash landing without any life jackets. I found myself on a deserted beach, the rubble from what was my life scattered all around me. I realized I was bleeding, but there was no time to tend to my wounds as there were others, more fragile victims laying at my feet. The chair where my co-pilot sat once was now empty. We were not abandoned, but at the, as the plane hit the ground, he had been catapulted to a secluded island of his own. There was no survival manual in sight to guide either of us. The only certainty was that all of us had to find our way back to new reality. After a while, I began to wonder if there was something more I could have possibly done to prevent the plane from going down. More importantly, could I have possibly figured out a way to repair the engines that had failed us? Hope emerged from the rubble. Maybe there was a life raft somewhere that can save us. Days turned into weeks. I found there were so many survival skills that I had lacked. But why? I had lived alone for eight years before I met my husband and managed to take care of all my personal needs and responsibilities with ease. When I had given up, why had I given up my independence? Why had I recklessly abandoned the sense of self and become so dependent on someone else? Now, in a place with no distinct boundaries to define me, I was faced with the pivotal question, who am I? I was a mother and a wife for so long I could not recognize the woman that now stood on the sandy shoreline. I couldn't find that feeling of security as the sand got washed away from under my feet as the tide rolled out. I was starting to get the lay of the land and understood the elements that challenged me, but I couldn't easily adapt. I need to hone my skills and conquer not only for my own feeling of insecurity, but for my future and all its complications as it approached at the water's edge. Our children needed security and hope. They had to feel that no matter what happened, we would both work towards getting them home to a safe place. The landscape will be different from what they remember, but the love we shared will always be there to protect them. And even though they may doubt it at present, 
At the time, it was important to communicate that message that not all relationships necessarily failed. Do not despair. After being stranded on the island for what seemed like an eternity, the skies calmed down and the clouds receded, revealing a way out as the rescue team came into view. As a family, we had survived the storm. There were scars, but they would hopefully fade with time. There I was, home at last. Now what? I learned to take care of my children and run my home without the daily help of a partner. I had become the gardener, painter, mechanic, electrician, plumber, and accountant. And I was even digging myself out of many different piles of life's accumulations, as well as four feet of snow with a storm. I was stronger than I thought possible and proud of where I had landed. On my own two feet. That's part of it. And... This is what I want to talk about today with my guests as we talk about the fear of flying solo. And a lot of us are still in the presence of trying to figure out where to go. And all I can tell you is with each day, one step at a time, dealing with your fears, you will get there. I did it. You can too. And so did my guests joining me. And I'm going to be introducing them very soon to you. In the meantime, I want you to stay tuned for more relationship talk and the quote of the week as you get up to date on the fear of flying solo at the holidays. And later on, you'll meet Intermezzo's matchmaking bachelorette of the week and see if she might be your match here on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. And we're back and getting you up to date on all your relationship needs in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. Well, if you need a matchmaker, we're there to help you. And you can get in touch with Intermezzo by calling 514-312-7150. Also, anytime you need some dating advice, reach out to me. My number, you know it, 844-744-SOLO. Now, today's show, The Fear of Flying Solo. And I read you my little piece that got published a few years ago. And I want to admit to everybody that I only have one fear right now in my life. And every time I have to read in public, that triggers my fear. So reading that to you, I have no problem talking, but reading on air really scared the bejeebers out of me. So I did it. So another fear conquered today on uh, radio. I want to introduce you to my two first guests. Monica Karam, she is a spirituality and clarity coach, and she's joining us in studio. Welcome to the show, Monica. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure because I really am excited to share your story and how you conquered all your fears. And also Nelson Calfat. He is a real estate investor. He's a contractor. He's a restaurant owner. He's a fabulous, fabulous chef who actually brought me meat sauce today to the studio that I can't wait to eat. And uh, a man of many, many talents, also the uh, owner of Califolia, 
Welcome to the show, Nelson. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Cheryl. Well, it's a pleasure. Now, the two of you both have stories to share, um, similar to mine, yet different to mine, and the same difference for everybody else out there. So, Monica, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into this place. Okay. So, I moved to Canada. I'm Lebanese, and I moved to Canada four years ago. And I was married and I have three kids and I thought I had the perfect life. From the outside, you would think I had the perfect life. So I moved to Canada and after a few months, my ex-husband now says he doesn't want to be married anymore. And I'm in a new country, have given, you know, everything that I knew around me that I thought was me my uh, old job, my old life, my status as a wife, all this was now non-existent and I'm in a new place, a new country, I knew nobody. So I had to, I actually broke down because I didn't know how to survive in this uh, environment. And I, I have had three I have three kids that I had to get up for but I couldn't because I didn't know who I was without having you know my old life my family around me my everything so I I decided you know when I broke down I I, I started asking for guidance I started where what where and that's when I kind of asked for the universe God something help me I don't know what to do and that's when things started to appear like help people different uh, things that would come into my life and I didn't know how to get there but I kept following my curiosity kept on picking myself up step by step small steps until I got better healthier was able to help my kids and deal with my uh, my life and it doesn't happen overnight it does it's not a process and we have to get there now you too nelson i mean you come from a background where for instance when you were 21 they told you you weren't going to walk in the future right yeah absolutely. so so that's a fear onto itself and yet you just chose the positive note and and to push through that so t- tell us a little bit about your story well, I was, uh, I'm the ninth born in a family of 11 children. I know, amazing. Yeah, I felt like I grew up alone. How funny is that? Um, and uh, when I was very young, I, I really enjoyed writing and uh, reading in public and speaking. And I really, really loved it when I found that you can put words together and move people, that it could affect their lives, that create images. I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. And you started your first business at 19, right? With like $200 in your pocket? Yeah, yeah. I started, uh, I quit a job that uh, I really was was not enjoying. And uh, I had a conversation with uh, with a restaurant owner in the middle of the day. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I started my first business with $200 and a watering can. And and I know what it's like to sleep in my car. And uh, now I have uh, six businesses, including a construction company. I'm working on the uh, Tao Lifestyle Resort community up north. It's 200 acres centered around a a healing center and several other businesses and currently return to my love of of writing. Now... For both of you, and now, Nelson, um, your relationship status right now, you're single. I am single. And uh, interested 
in developing a relationship, a long-term relationship? Certainly. Who isn't? Well, actually, some people are, but a lot of people who say that they're not interested usually have a fear about yeah. actually being intimate and mm -hmm. exposing their, their self That's to right. somebody else because they're afraid. They've given up. I've given Well, <laughs> you know, the, the sad part is they're resigning themselves to give up. Mm -hmm. And then one day something will connect. Mm -hmm. And then one or two things happen. You realize, wow, I missed out on something because of my fears or I'm going to conquer the fear and I'm going to dive in and, and let myself be vulnerable. And I think that's the biggest fear of all for people is letting yourself be vulnerable. Now, Monica, you had this marriage, you had three kids, you came here, didn't have a job at that point, rebuilt yourself. What about the vulnerability let you express yourself again? Like being vulnerable, did you allow it to really manifest within your spirituality and clarity coaching? Okay, so vulnerability was not a word I knew. As a Lebanese person, we were taught never to show emotions <laughs> and never to. So a social worker, actually, when I was going through the worst time, gave me the book, The Gift of Imperfection. Mm -hmm. And it was all about vulnerability. And it was when that came into my life, I was like, no, I need to start opening up. And that's the key, actually. When I started opening up to people about where I was in my life, and, and that's when I started building great connections and I my healing started through writing my vulnerability when I started writing my blogs were all from a vulnerable place and the vulnerability actually is be allowing yourself be vulnerable to your own thoughts yes. to your own being and say I, I have to let myself feel these things, mm -hmm. even for myself, and process that. Right, Nelson? When we're having uh, situations where we are uh, either creating from a place of fear, well, like I, I have coming in my upcoming book, if you're creating from a place of fear, well, you can't expect love as a result. You can't put vinegar on a rose bush and expect flowers. So creating from a point of love first for yourself and then reflecting and projecting that out into, into the world to create a life that you really love. So that's going to lead me into my quote of the week. And this quote is from Osho. And it's in his book of freedom. And he says this, Be alert. Look deeply into anything that makes you afraid. And you will be surprised that if you look deeply into anything that makes you afraid, it will disappear. And that's what we're talking about today on this show. It's all about the fear of flying solo. Do you think that you still have any fears, Monica, about, sure. about being solo, about standing on your, your own two feet and being independent? Hmm. Much, much less now. But that was my biggest fear coming from somewhere where I relied completely on it, my ex-husband. So I had to learn independence. But it's terrifying, really, at the beginning when you start <laughs> to becoming independent. It's scary. But I can say now that much, much, much less. Well, I think, you know, when you're afraid of something, for instance, like I was saying about reading in public it doesn't mean that you don't have a fear a little uh, angst that comes up within you as you're about to do it it just means though that you push through it and that you get to the other side and you just 
do what you're afraid of and you allow yourself to go there. What about you, Nelson? Well, it's, it's interesting because you're talking about love and fear and we do live in a world of polarity, hot and cold, up and down, uh, short and long, and that's the place we live in. It's the construct that we live in. And um, it's interesting that fear is a reaction and love is a choice. Oh, so well said. Thank you for saying exactly that, Nelson. Right now, I'd like you to take some time to sign up for the free database at CherylBesner.com or SoloInTheCity.tv and get 15 minutes free coaching. And if you want, make an appointment for some matchmaking with Intermezzo at 514-312-7150. Coming up, we're also going to introduce you to the Bachelor or Bachelorette of the Week from Intermezzo and get you up to date on the fear of flying solo here on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, your IDCA certified relationship coach and matchmaker in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking. And together we are taking care of all your relationship needs. And tonight we're getting you up to date on the fear of flying solo. And we've been talking with Monica Karam and Nelson Kalfat. And now we're also being joined by Bunty King. Welcome to the show, Bunty. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, once again, where I was very excited to have you come on the show because here we are, four single individuals. I, I happen to be in a relationship, but we'll say single individuals, and all different perspectives. Monica came here, three children, um, landed here, husband left, and had to rebuild her life. Nelson comes from a big family, really a solo flyer now as well, for various reasons. And by the way, we're on Facebook, and you can always check us out there and see our Facebook Lives and, and go back to the show and hear and see what things are going on. And then there's Bunty, who represents the millennial and talks about relationships and being single. So it's all different perspectives. And it's the holidays coming up. This is actually the last show before Christmas and New Year's. And a lot of people have fears at this time of year about being single. Do you ever feel fearful about what to do, Bunty, at this time of year for the holidays? And uh, honestly, uh, it's not about it's not about being afraid. Uh, it's really just about being uh, managing the levels of sadness that you may have. Because I love celebrating Christmas with the uh, with a significant other and uh you know i haven't done it in a while so every time i see people kind of post about it i feel happy for them but uh at the same time you know you do desire it i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that it's a fear like i'd see i'd say that you shouldn't have a fear of being alone or being able to spend time alone it's more about just uh replacing that fear with the desire that's it and that's perfect because that's what we've been talking about um, on the show today is really about replacing your fears or, or going through them and then being purposeful. And I think that's the best way to conquer fears is to have a purpose, to have something in mind that you need to achieve and want to achieve to get to the next level. What about you, Nelson? It's the holiday season. Is there any 
anxieties that come up about what to do or who to be with or how to share your time? Well, not for myself, but uh, very interesting what you just said. Uh, what is it you're looking for, right? And these people that uh, you're, if they're expressing fear, wh what is it they're looking for? And I think when you're looking for a relationship, knowing what it is you're looking for, uh, the question is the answer, if you look closely enough. Well, I think often the fear is I'm going to be alone forever. And that's why at this mm -hmm. time of year, by the way, mm -hmm. Online dating sites, they spike. <laughs> that is when people start mm -hmm. getting online, trying to connect. Um, you know, the cuffing season has been on for a couple months now, which is when you, you really try to attach to somebody. So there's a reason for it. And it's because the holidays remind us that it is nice to share life with somebody, to have a partner, somebody who will, you know, walk beside you and hold your hand and share experiences together. What about you, Monica? Now, Christmas is coming. You're yes. actually going to I'm be going flying to I'm solo. flying out of here <laughs> to connect with the people I love, my friends, my family, and it is about connecting. And you're right, Bunty, it's not about fear. It's about sadness and happy for other people, but saying, okay, when is it going to be my time? In, in some ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really, I've, I've kind of moved away from that where okay. I'm wondering, oh, when is it going to be my time? I just okay. kind of uh, used to be like that. Uh, okay. But now it's more about just being, you know, a, 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 the, the desire, mm. understanding that you have a desire okay. for that kind of connection. I think there's okay. no shame in that. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Well, I think most people will admit to the fact that they have a desire. But for some people, the fear overpowers the desire to choose love, to mm -hmm. make a choice that I am going to power through my fears, my fears of rejection. Because, for instance, if you're not even with somebody right now, there is a fear of rejection. I'm going to reach out to somebody and they're going to say no. Mm -hmm. There's fear of getting hurt. There's fear that, again... I'm never going to meet somebody. And it's interesting because a couple of weeks ago, I was out with a group of women and everybody at the table was with somebody. All the women who are were in their 50s are all in new relationships, all divorced, all in new relationships. And the one thing that was common from all of them was when they got divorced, they chose to know that they were going to end up in another happy relationship they chose that they were going to live a positive love life and then they made it happen whereas a lot of people do say I don't think I'm ever going to meet anybody I don't think there's anybody out there and there's no good man there's no good women do you hear that a lot Monica with yes. your friends yes I do and and talking of this now we're opening up the <laughs> subject uh, this uh, this was a fear of mine I had been doing all my work on myself and my uh, and everything to do with that but getting back into a relationship after you've been through pain mm -hmm. is not easy but uh, I've decided that I'm ready but it takes time it's also it takes time to get back to getting to know yourself because you need to to know who you are first before you get into any relationship with somebody else. So. Well, you can't be in a relationship unless you know who you are because you don't, then you're not presenting yourself to the other person. If mm -hmm. you don't know who you are, how can they know? Do you find that within your circle of friends, Bunty? 
find that that uh, that that people are are a little bit fearful or they're just choosing to stay within a negative frame of mind rather than the positive frame of totally, mind. Totally, totally, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's it has everything to do with, you know, them feeling inadequate with themselves so they don't really uh, put themselves out there because they feel like they're not putting their best foot forward. Uh, I know that that happens to me sometimes for sure where I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I can't offer the best version of myself right now so I'm not going to bother even messaging that girl because I know that, you know, I wouldn't want me the way I am. Sometimes that happens, yeah. So what you put out there is what other people see. And you talk about that a lot, Nelson, in your upcoming book. Like we've kind of gone through some of the nuances of mm -hmm. Choose Love, the Clara Principles. And, and that's mm -hmm. very much a part of it is making the choice for love, making the choice to put out there the positive part of yourself. Absolutely right. And, and one of the, the principles is understanding that we are energy manifesting in a world of polarity, becoming a physical existence. And uh, our thoughts, our words, and our actions are what it is, uh, how we express our intention and how we create our lives. So when we default to fear, uh, if we can step back and recognize that we are either accepting someone else's fear or creating fear from ourselves as a point of our creation, we can stop ourselves and choose and learn how to choose love for ourselves first and then reflect that out into the world to create our reality. So, Bhante, do you think that sometimes you don't choose that love first? You're defaulting to something else? Yeah, no, totally. What, what is it that you think you default to? Uh, uh, feelings of low self-worth. Uh, that kind of stuff just comes up every now and then. And it's interesting because you are very successful. You're you're <laughs> killing it on YouTube. Can't say I'm very you have, successful. Well, you are. I mean, in what you've chosen to do, you are from the outside. You're And you're a well-spoken, good-looking young man. Oh, thank you. Where does that that feeling come from? Uh, it comes from my uh, childhood. It comes from you know being the ugly duckling. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with uh, the fact that I have this uh, this uh, I, I idea of where I want to be, and because I'm not there yet, I kind of beat myself up for not ha being there. And because I'm beating myself for not being there, I end up feeling worse about myself than I actually am. And it's just this thing that goes forward. And I think a lot of people fall into that trap, especially, I mean, in the city, because the city, you know, you you see all your friends, uh, especially at our age, you see your friends getting married, you know, uh, having kids, that kind of stuff. You know what? It comes down to what we talk about a lot in the coaching world of limiting beliefs and really having to really confront the limiting beliefs that stop us from moving forward and conquering those fears about insecurities and who we are and most of the time unfortunately it does come from our childhood so coming up i am going to introduce you to intermezzo's bachelorette of the week and maybe just maybe you will be the right match for this person and if you are it's going to be a free match for you so i'm going to get you up to date very shortly on how to be the one who gets to meet the Bachelor of the Week here on CJAD 800.
You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back, and I'm getting you up to date in association with Intermezzo Matchmaking, the show all about relating, dating, and mating. And don't forget, if you need any professional dating advice, relationship advice, or a matchmaker, you can reach out to us, 844-744-SOLO, 24-7, and I will get you in touch with the right people. First and foremost, I want to now introduce to you the Bachelor of the Week. So, his name is Chris. He is 35 years old, 5'9". He's got an athletic build. He lives in Laval. He's in the banking industry. He's Greek. And he speaks English and German and French. Wow, beautiful, multilingual. I mean, that just is open for a lot of possibilities. Now, Chris is looking for a woman 24 to 31. He would like somebody who has really good family values and definitely wants children. He likes a woman who's got a petite figure and a perfect mix of classy and girl next door kind of look. Also, everything we've been talking about today is a positive attitude and that's what he's looking for. Somebody who is always feeling good about who they are, likes to laugh, and who is very active. So, if you are the woman of Chris's dreams, please send your profile to info at intermezzo.ca. That's intermezzo matchmaking at info at intermezzo.ca and see if you are the match for Chris. Also, I wanted to share with you some exciting news. I've kind of given you little insights into it. Solo in the City is really getting up to date. I'm getting up to date with the things that I want to do and where I want to go in supporting you. And in the new year, getting up to date is going to include getting up to date on life retreat. Yeah. We're doing a weekend retreat, and I'm co-hosting this with Bhaskar Goswami at Le Couvent, February 2nd to the 4th. It's going to be an intimate weekend and very community-minded, meaning we're going to gather there. We're going to do yoga together and do silent breakfast, and we're going to have a no-cell-phone zone, but I will give it to you every once in a while just so you can connect. And the weekend is designed through Dana Org and Baskar's uh, online community. And it's very reasonably priced. It's a deposit of $150. And that's so anybody can attend. We want you to feel welcome and know that it is within your grasp to get up to date on life, your life. So I'm hoping you'll come and join us there. It's a very small, intimate group that we are welcoming. And Those three days together are going to be community lunches and dinners. We're going to cook together. And as I said, we're going to do yoga and some workshops and just great things that will help you find out who you are, who you want to be, where you want to be, and what you're going to do in 2018. So don't be fearful. The Fear of Flying Solo Show is going to be behind you. Join us for that weekend. Now, Back to our show about Fear of Flying Solo. And we're sitting here with Monica Nelson 
and Bunty King. And it's the holidays coming up. We're not going to be here for the next two weeks on the show. And I wanted to give people an idea of things that they can do for the holidays to not feel so lonely or an activity or do something that's self-promoting, self-growth. So I'm going to ask you, Monica, first, what is it that you can share with us about something that can help us move forward and be strong? Okay, so... I would say things like joining, at this time it would be nice to join groups. There's lots of meetups where people do different things, not for dating, but just things that people have in common. If you have something that you enjoy doing, it would be nice to meet other people who are also single and enjoy it. Well, thank you very much, Monica. Monica Karam, she's a spirituality and clarity coach, and you can reach out to Monica at monicakaram.com and on Facebook as well. Thank Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. Nelson, Nelson Kalfat, what is it that you would like to share with people? Well, everybody has different interests. I would suggest trying to find the people in your life that reflect back, that they see the best in you and share with them. This time of year, more people are probably looking to find love then there are willing to give love so if you want love uh, don't look for it from outside yourself find it inside yourself and share it and then you'll have found it and sharing that love is one of the biggest gifts you'll not only give to somebody else but give to yourself Nelson thank you so much for joining us and people can reach you um, through the towel lacmasson.com, right? Mm-hmm, certainly. And keep your ears and eyes open for his book that's coming out, Choose Love, The Clara Principles. Thank you. Thank you, Nelson. Mm-hmm. Bunty, hmm. give us what it is that you would like to share with people. Uh, I highly recommend that you uh, find your friends who are also single because you probably do have single friends and, uh, uh, you know, contrary to the belief, you're not the only person that's alone. And uh, gather them together and then just head over to uh, uh, McKibben's on Christmas. There you go. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it's going to be a great time. That's what That's everyone gets. The community gets together there. People just show uh-huh. up and you'll meet people from high school and stuff like that. And it'll be great times. Just great times. Trust Thank me. you very much, Bunty, for sharing that with us. And what I'm going to share with you is just do anything that will make you feel complete. And if it means just staying home and making a bubble bubble bath and having a glass of wine do that we're not here for the next two weeks it's the holidays but i want to thank you for listening as well as to ramona era and tim for helping us spread the love remember you can follow us on facebook and twitter and instagram as always i am spreading love with intermezzo matchmaking working together in the name of love to help you develop and share your love with yourself and everyone around you Happy holidays, everybody. And remember, this week, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss. The kiss.